How's your blog going? Yeah, good. Very good. You haven't written a word, have you? You just wrote, still has trust issues. And you read my writing upside down. Do you see what I mean? John, you're a soldier. It's going to take you a while to adjust to civilian life, and writing a blog about everything that happens to you will honestly help you. Nothing happens to me. Sherlock. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. And I couldn't resist at least one Sherlock quote for this month. This one fits really well, because we are talking about post-traumatic stress disorder. This is a very common thing in fiction, because we put our characters through traumatic and stressful events all the time. And how your characters deal with those events afterward is a large part of what makes them survivors. Let's look at the psychological definition. According to Stay Safe Foundation, traumatic events such as an accident, assault, military combat, or even natural disasters can have long-lasting effects on a person's mental health. While many people have short-term responses to life-threatening events, some will develop longer-term symptoms that can lead to a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder. These symptoms often coexist with other conditions such as substance use disorders, depression, and anxiety. While cumulative PTSD is a thing, most of the time when you're writing these into stories, it's closer to a single event that traumatizes your character in the long term. And I do want to point out that there is no single threshold of it has to be this traumatic in order for someone to get PTSD. That threshold is different for each individual person. One character might get PTSD from something where another character wouldn't. This has more to do with the internal workings of your characters and less to do with the event itself. And it's important to remember that, especially our characters, they are likely going to experience way more than the average person experiences in their lifetime. The average person will experience around four different traumatic events that could cause PTSD. If you look at the average first responder, they experience more than 200 in their careers. Your characters, unless you are writing a first responder, are likely going to be somewhere over the average person, but less than that. But that's still a lot that somebody has to go through and deal with. And we see it a lot in storytelling. It is actually really common to see in war poetry this addressing of and dealing with PTSD. Another very common example of the not flashbacks version of PTSD is Alistair Moody. A lot of his constant vigilance comes from dealing with trauma from Voldemort's time. Constant vigilance! I think this was done really well throughout the Hunger Games series, because not only do you have Katniss dealing with it in Mockingjay, but our first introduction to Haymitch is him having a problem with substance abuse with alcoholism because of his experience in the Hunger Games. Like in our opener, Watson from Sherlock Holmes and all the versions of Sherlock Holmes, Watson deals with PTSD. This idea of him being a soldier is very much present throughout a lot of even the originals from Doyle. 
And a little lighter representation of this was in Wreck-It Ralph, actually, when you have Calhoun from the bug video game. She has that because she's dealing with the fact that her fiancé got eaten by a bug on the wedding day because she didn't do the right security checks. And one of the little more stereotypical representations, but I still feel like it was respectful, was from The Last Samurai. The main character, Captain Algren, was a soldier in taking over the continental U.S., and his alcoholism from that is something that needs to be addressed before he can become the samurai at the end of the story. In the rest of our episodes, we have talked mostly about how the word or how the term is misused, and I don't feel like PTSD is misused a lot, maybe misdiagnosed, but within fiction, the symptoms are often misrepresented. You see an overabundance of flashbacks and poorly written dream flashbacks that skew the other symptoms and ignore the other symptoms that are actually more common in PTSD. Those small things will more likely be a trigger to your PTSD symptoms, whatever they are, flashbacks or reflexes or that constant vigilance. Those smaller details are going to be a much more useful tool. And the smaller you can get in writing those, the better you can represent what PTSD is doing to people. It doesn't have to be something as overt as a gunshot or fireworks. It could be something like something reflective on a rooftop as they're walking in the street because that's what a sniper scope looked like just before they got shot at. These smaller details make it real and make it far more emotional when you're writing these characters. So, of course, some of the key traits, the one that we see most often is that re-experiencing of the trauma, the flashbacks, the bad dreams, the intrusive thoughts. That is a real symptom, but be careful if you are using this in your writing. Make sure you accurately represent the severity and the frequency that this happens in those who actually suffer from PTSD. Another thing you're going to see a lot is avoidance. People who are veterans and return home from a very aggressive battlefront don't want to be anywhere near guns ever again. And not only avoidance of those places or objects, but avoidance of people. One of the things that I learned recently in a work retreat is that there is a tendency to isolate yourself from the world because it's safer. It's easier to deal with because you don't have to deal with the problems or the potential triggers of what you might experience just being around people. Some of these PTSD symptoms can be pretty overt, where a car backfires and the former law enforcement guy is ducking and taking cover. But more often than not, a lot of these symptoms are more subtle. The character having negative thoughts about themselves or being emotionally numb or feeling guilty. None of these things are going to be obviously expressed externally, but they're still going to be going on within your character. There's also very common to have depression and even a form of amnesia when it comes to the traumatic event itself. Not being able to remember it well or remember it correctly. Your mind is trying to protect itself from the negative experiences and feelings. Another one that is very common and often more accepted is that hypervigilance. 
we talked about Mad-Eye Moody earlier, and he is a good example of always being on edge, always being ready to defend himself and those under his protection. So a lot of the times this hypervigilance can lead to problems sleeping because they don't want to sleep and be unaware and unable to respond to a potential problem. And there are several phases of one of these PTSD reactions. So if your character is having an outward reaction to a particular trauma, there is going to be that trigger, the car backfiring or the sound of a slap, something like that, that triggers the response within them. And then they have a survival response, that immediate ducking their head, jumping for cover, drawing a gun, that physical response that has been trained into them in order to survive. The last phase of one of these attacks is a hormonal response. So your fight or flight kicks in. You have all of these things going on chemically within yourself to help aid you in that survival response. But this can take up to 30 hours to get back to normal levels, depending on the severity of what was happening. And one of the things that I learned when I took that class on cumulative PTSD is this hormonal response. Unless there is a closure to the event, like actual fight or flight, your brain doesn't shut off those hormonal responses very fast. So you need to do something to close the cycle, whether that's like get up and actually move around, because they were talking specifically to dispatchers who we deal with these high stress immediate response things all the time, and we just sit in the chair. We can't go out and act to close this cycle off. So our brain keeps producing those hormones because it thinks that we're still in that fight or flight phase. There are a lot of things that can cause PTSD within your characters. When I was looking at the VA website, they broke it down into three basic categories. The most commonly thought of one is that war and combat, someone who is a war veteran who has seen combat. Another very common cause is violence and abuse. And then the third category is sort of mass PTSD. So if there is a natural disaster or mass violence where there's a mass shooting or a hurricane comes and wipes out a whole town, we were talking prior to recording this episode that a lot of people right nearby us do get antsy when there is smoke in the air because our town was nearly wiped out by a fire a few years back. For your characters, if you have them trying to recover and trying to cope with this, therapy is a very good outlet because that can help them channel things in the right direction and figure out what exactly is causing all of the problems. So just like every other thing that we've covered, this is something that if you choose to use this in your story, make sure that you're doing it correctly. Make sure you research it and don't ignore it. If your characters are experiencing traumatic events, how does that affect them in the long term? Are you writing a sequel that they need to come to terms with what happened in the first one? Are they dealing with any of that emotionally and how are they dealing with it? Are they finding healthy coping mechanisms or are they leaning towards the substance abuse or whatever it is? Explore and figure out what exactly your characters would experience and how they would react and then write selfishly. 
If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. <laughs>